0: Podcast presents the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows mini review with myself and Ed hi, Eric. Sorry, Eric, how you doing tonight?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're missing Ed, but uh, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm good even without Ed.
0: I always say Ed and Eric every time I introduce, so you know, I guess I get stuck in my head. It starts with the N, and it gets confusing. Yeah, it is. So. I saw this. Uh, I wanted to talk about. I mean, I'm not going to jump right in it, but uh, I uh, I had a privilege of seeing this Sunday morning first show at 11 o'clock in 3D by myself. The theater was empty. It was the greatest time ever. Yeah, yeah. I ex- enjoyed the shit out of it.
1: Going to see a movie with an empty theater is definitely a, a new experience. There's there's two different types of experiences. Going to see it like like a packed house and then seeing it completely empty.
0: Oh yeah, and it wasn't and it wasn't like you know I was depressed about. it. I was like, hey. I'm not the creepy guy seeing a kids movie by my you know, like with by myself but there's a bunch of people in the theater, so I'm good. I'm good.
1: Yeah, I, I had to I'm be good. that guy with with Ratchet and Clank where I was just the one guy sitting in the back and there all yeah. the during the kids' movies and all everyone brought brought in the family.
0: God, just, damn.
1: Yeah, it was uh it was like, All right, well, you know, maybe it won't be a packed house and then you know, the the family of eight comes in and then the you know, the field trip comes in we we're just like, Oh, okay. Well as long as they don't Especially... sit right
0: next to me and they all do. Especially with Ratchet and Clank, I didn't think because I never seen any previews for that. I didn't know this was a movie that people knew came. I didn't know
1: it came out until you told us about it when you wrote a review. <laughs> very, uh, very silent release.
0: Yeah, it was very silent. But um, not like this did, with uh, did you, the turtles. I know. Yeah. Did Did you see this in three D? Uh, no, no. Three D isn't
1: really too much of. It's a it's a gimmick to me. Like few movies actually stand
0: out in in three D. I will. I, I actually agree with you. But the reason why I saw this in three D was because some other podcasts that I listened to, and some other written reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes that I that I trust, all all said, go see this in three D. This is the best three D that you're going to see. It looked pretty cool.
1: Like a lot of it, a lot of the action sequences seemed like cool. Like the airplane sequence, the river sequence. Uh, a lot yeah, of it, it was
0: good in three D. So, it was uh, really, really good in three D.
1: I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind giving it a shot. I think this this is actually maybe one of those few surprise movies
0: that actually might appeal more to three D. And here's the here's the thing that you're going to find shocking. And uh, this is true in my it's my opinion. This is the best three D movie I've seen in theaters since a long time ago, My Bloody Valentine in three D. That'd be a cool movie to see. Oh wait, saw I, think,
1: that? I think I did see that movie, My Bloody Valentine in three D.
0: Yeah, back in, I think it was 2009 when that came out, and I saw that in 3D. That was back when 3D just started to become popular again, and I went to go see that opening weekend in 3D, and it was so amazing. Yeah, I'm It sure. was great.
1: I, it was some horror movie, but, you know, there was, like, uh, when everything was 3D in, like, 2007, 2008, where everything was just kind yeah.
0: of 3D. But, yeah, uh... I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, but before we start the show, um, I don't know if... Uh, you and I didn't talk about this, but I just wanted to say uh, that I am not a very political guy when it comes to the show, but uh, I would like to uh, say you know, that everybody here at Movie Guys Podcast uh, likes to, uh, how, what can I say here, uh, hopes and prayers for all the victims and their families in Orlando.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's yeah. we'll get into it, obviously, but uh, it's what, what, what can you say that hasn't already been said or posted?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we're not going to dedicate – we're not doing that. I'm just, I just wanted to say – it's, it's, you know, it's in the top year.
1: it's in the forefront of everything,
0: right? It's just like – Yeah. So our thoughts and prayers to the family. But uh, I, 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 I I did want to bring this point up, and this is the only political thing I want to say. Do you know – this is true. Um, it's all over the news that if you are a gay man, you cannot donate blood right now for everybody. I thought that they had, I heard that uh, they were able to lift the ban, the federal ban. If that's they, not, that's not, that's not there yet. I'm I'm sure it's going to be by tomorrow, but as of today still, it's not. Well, it's, you know, I mean, they're
1: going to take what they can get, you know. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So I was shocked by that, but anywho. But anyway, that's our two cents on it. So we're going to talk about turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving directly. Moving to on to the turtles. Air. Yeah. So my question to you right off the bat, Eric, is were you excited to see this movie at all?
1: It's like one of those where I'm not jumping on the hype train and saying, hey, everybody, whatever you're doing, stop. We need to go see this movie. I mean, if I was maybe a lot younger, I probably would be, hell yeah, let's go see this movie type thing. But this is strictly nostalgia for me. I was surprised by the first... Uh, the, this new make of it, this uh, whatever you want to call it, if it's a Michael Bay version, if you want to call it that, or we'll call it the Megan Fox version. But, nice. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, I wasn't like... I, when I first saw it, the, the first one, I was pleasantly surprised by it. It's like, this actually played like all the old cartoons that I grew up with. And so that's okay. exactly what I was expecting for this one. And it's exactly what I got. Like It was just kind of playful, it was fun. Don't you know expect anything to... To uh, you know, crazy or out of the world here. A lot, a lot of fan service out of here. I mean, little minor details too, like even the the dial tone for the ring or when they get a cell phone was. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, the the turtle thing. power. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I, I I was not hyped at all to see it uh, because I was not really a fan of the uh, of the uh, remake Tur- Turtles movie that came out a few years ago. And I'm not one of those. And I'm not one of those guys that it's like, oh, the turtle remake pissed on my childhood. It wasn't that at all. I actually was welcoming it. I just didn't like what they did with the turtles. Um, I didn't like some of the costume choices they did with them. I didn't like the dark voices. Uh, they uh, they tried too much to be Nolan, and they even made a reference to that when they were like, "Oh, Ralph's doing his Batman voice," you know. And it was they 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 just it was it was too adult for the kids. This one I feel completely took out the adult aspect, and this is nothing but for the kids. They don't even use their weapons in this movie.
1: Right, all. right. Uh, I mean, yeah. For the most part, I think they use them more as like tools rather than it being in the actual fight. You know, they yes. of just use it as like you know part of the elements. But I, I agree. This is definitely was a lot more family friendly. Like again, if you were you know kind of a, if you were a kid or something like that, then you probably would have had a lot more of a, a better time watching this than you know the thirty year old
0: man. <laughs> but I would say I would say this is the best turtle sequel we've ever gotten. You didn't like Secret of the Ooze? Uh when I was like 6. Yeah, I uh, mean, it had had know, had it had ice now, in it too. I
1: mean, damn,
0: and Casey it's, Jones? It's, it's pretty Well, Casey Jones wasn't in that one.
1: He was in the first one, but he's in he was, the, he's in the second one here, and so you got yeah, a lot of fans. Yeah. You got a lot of fan service out of it you got all the old characters, you know, Krang, Casey Jones, Bebop Rocksteady, Return of Shredder, you know, just, just yeah. a, a lot a lot coming in here and it was uh yeah, a lot of coming, a, a, a lot of come at once. It was pretty cool. Oh, Baxter Stockman, another one too. I don't know who that guy is. I guess that was a big deal. Yeah, that, that was really he was. cool. He played by by Tyler Perry. Uh, Baxter Stockman uh, is the um,
0: in the cartoon uh, is the Fly. Oh, okay, okay. Alright, thank you. I know exactly who you're talking about now. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think he responsible for making like uh, a lot of the robotic stuff, too. So like the mousers and stuff like that, too. So uh, pretty cool guy. Like I, I was really cool when uh, they introduced him, so I hope we can expect to see him in, in a third one, if they make a third one. I don't know. I know that when the first one was released, like two days after, they announced a sequel.
0: This one. Yeah. This one, I don't think so. It, it, it's, it only made... What's only made 38 million so far. I checked out the box office when when I went to go see this it it made less than half of what it did opening weekend during the first movie it was just it's not it's not a very good box office.
1: Uh no, let's see I got the I got the budget right here. Budget is 135 estimated. Uh 135 million opening weekend was 35 million and yeah. overall gross domestic was around 60. So, yeah, um, yeah d- definitely it. the first movie did a, a lot better than this one. but
0: uh, Yeah, which, which is which is terrible because I feel this one is, not to spoil my review too soon, but I feel this one is better than the last one that we got. And I'd like to see a sequel to this movie, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I, I don't know what to expect of this one. I, probably not, but
1: um, let's see. Release date was June 3rd. What was it competing against? Let's take a look here. Uh, uh
0: wasn't it competing against warcraft
1: uh no 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 that was uh that was this the most recent week but uh i think uh let me take a look if i can get i don't, I don't know what else was it was going up against maybe it was civil war
0: june 3rd no it's oh no on, no, june, no that was that was, no, that
1: was, no, was may, may or march wasn't it it was may but uh, either way, I think it, it was just kind of one of those where it was in the, the kind of a slump of a summer box office type thing, yeah. and uh, people had either uh, too much options to go see something like Civil War, or they just yeah. kind of were just like, man, let's you know go, so,
0: go to see something else, or just not at all. Oh, I know what came out that weekend. It was X-Men. Is that what it was, Apocalypse? Yeah, it was yeah. Apocalypse, because two weeks ago we reviewed Apocalypse. That's right. All right, then. You're right. Yeah, it was Apocalypse when it came out, which I didn't think it would be, but... All right, so let's uh, let's get into some fun things about the movie. Do you know who voiced Krang by the way? Uh who voiced Krang? Uh the the guy with the weird voice and everybody loves Raymond, the brother with Brad the deep voice. Brad Garrett. That's him.
1: You know what trivia here says that Brad Garrett and the original voice of Krang in the cartoon series are friends and Brad Garrett got his blessing in order really? to do the voice. Yeah,
0: that's what it says. Yeah, see cuz I thought that was interesting because you know his uh that guy's voice is so recognizable that i'm surprised he completely changed his voice for this movie i I thought he would do his traditional voice because that would have been interesting
1: he has surprisingly done a lot of voiceover work i mean but then again that's a lot of hollywood now where it's just easy to do voiceover work for any actor and apparently
0: commercials too well okay since we were talking about the voice i gotta ask you then eric what's Let's talk about Krang real quick. Um, I don't remember much about Krang from the from the cartoons when I was a kid. All I really remember was he was in this robotic body, yeah, and that was it. He never came out of the body. He just was a brain that manipulated and tried to kill the turtles. And he worked with Shredder a lot. Yeah. This. So my question to you is: Is this Krang faithful to that original? concept or do they change it because it seems different from what i remember uh you
1: know he's definitely a lot lot different from everything he's definitely a lot he's he's a bit more silly i mean the voice is a lot different whereas the original cartoon voice was a bit more gargly, a little more i guess i don't know more creature whereas this one just kind of more brad garrett (laughs) okay all right that's basically what it is it's just kind of like uh i don't know it's just yeah Brad Garrett, so it's a, it's a bit more, more easy to understand, but a little bit more playful, uh, non-threatening type thing,
0: you know. Was, uh, it was his, a beatable
1: character very much?
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because I, cause I just remembered him being completely different, like. I mean, because in the cartoons, he never came out of that body like that, like he did in this movie.
1: Yeah, correct. And, and his robot body was, in this movie, was a, a bit more badass, too, because there's a lot more attachments. There's a lot more stuff that he was, was able to just do. And But the old body yeah. was able to fly around and, and kind of, um almost kind of, uh, well, it was controlled by Krang, but it, was, it almost seemed to kind of, uh, have a life of its own sometimes, too. Yeah. And, okay. and I guess it did in this one, in this movie, too. But uh, this one seemed to be a lot more of a, more of a weapon than it was for... Um, Moving, yeah, for like an actual robot, which was cool. You f- I, I liked it. How would you feel about his look? Did you like him as a fan? Yeah, you know what? It, it was, he stayed true to the to the design, which was surprising because the turtles themselves do not. So,
0: really, yeah, and so, okay. same, okay. same, we'll same talk with about the shredder. Same with
1: the shredder too. The when he puts right. on, the, dons the helmet. Very very old school turtles, and uh, that was pretty cool too. Even the Casey Jones mask, very cool. Okay. So I I like that too. Again, they did a lot of fan service, and and from the old school and the new school, um, new school just kind of being just like this is how it was, this is how it is, and they're just playing, you know, as as if like what they were doing was almost reminded me of just like playing in the backyard. (laughs) with a bunch of your friends, we're all playing Ninja Turtles, and that's just how, like, that's just how it was. That's how this movie was. Yes. As, as if I was in the backyard as a kid or on the playground as a kid playing Ninja Turtles
0: after seeing the movie. Yeah. No, yeah, because yeah, I wanted to go home and scream cowabunga, and put on my turtle mask. Why not, right? Yeah, and I think uh, Megan Fox, had,
1: the reason why I like her so much as April, as April O'Neil is because she had said that, yeah, she pretty much did the same thing as a kid, where she was just, she would play Ninja Turtles as a kid. Can I
0: okay since we'll talk about that can I talk about Megan fox here she is not bad no no this is this is this is the second movie that she's in that i don't that i don't want to push myself with i mean like she's 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 fine yeah. she's completely good i think she i think she enjoys doing it i, I think so too i mean like the last one i didn't really care for her the only two movies i like her in and this one is in uh, and also in Jennifer's body i kind of dig that movie yeah, that's cool. But, but you know, like, I just I just don't think that she's good. I just don't think she's a very good actress, but yeah, I she, mean, she's, she, a, she's, she's a, a body good job. here.
1: She's a body, right? That's She's just facing body.
0: Well, yeah, and I didn't actually agree. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm trying to tell the audience about the story, but I'll talk about April because I guess I'll go back to real quick that, uh, that what I didn't like about April, though, is that she had to sex herself up in the train station which i think was necessary at all i didn't i didn't care for it. now yeah sex cells yeah but the 30-year-old me is like yeah woo and then the <laughs> and you know and then the kid me watching it's like well why why is this happening yeah you know this is but gross. Uh, but pretty much pretty much the plot cuz we don't really talk about plots in in our reviews but i just kind of wanted the fans to know what was happening is that it's been a year since the first movie and uh, the guy who was the camera guy in the first movie, I forget his name. Will Arnett played uh, plays uh, Vernon uh, Fenwick. Who calls himself the Falcon now and is pretty much a young Donald Trump who's full of himself.
1: Yeah, yeah pretty much. In the first movie, it takes off where the Turtles yeah. defeat Shredder. But to uh, maintain uh, anonymity, they give the credit to uh, Vernon Fenwick and say, Yeah, hey, you take all the credit and say you did it. So that's where this movie picks yeah. up.
0: Yeah, and he got the key to the city, and he's at a Knicks game, and and uh, I thought it was funny when they when the turtles were up in the Jumbotron and Mikey dropped the pizza, Yeah, and it was, they slipped it up. Good. That was great. It was great. Um, so I watched this movie in two different eyes. I watched this movie in the adult eyes, and I watched this movie in the kid eyes, and the kid eyes had so much more fun. Yeah. The adult me was groaning like a son of a bitch. It was very <laughs> difficult because I will give you an example. A movie a movie is good when it tells you or shows you certain things. What I mean by that is without going into this movie knowing who Baxter is, the Tyler Perry's character, you don't know that he knows who the turtle is. He does not he, – he, he, like the movie has not told us that he knows who the turtles are. Right. So when they're transporting Shredder and – It go and you know, and all of a sudden the ninjas start attacking the uh, the uh, the uh, the van where where Shredder's at. Uh, Baxter says we gotta stop the Turtles. How does he know who the Turtles are? How does he know they were there? It doesn't explain anything. But the kid in me is like, yay. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you gotta assume
1: that you know. Again, like there's a lot of parts where you're just like, man, because I understand that completely. Let's just say that uh, Shredder told him. But, you know, at the same part, yeah, whatever, kids, you know, let's just assume yeah. that. Because that was the same way when Donatello was just like, oh, I'm going to hack into the, to the main core.
0: I'm saying, like, that doesn't even make any sense, Donatello. But, uh... But yes, it, a lot of it didn't make any sense. Like, you know, at the end, where they were, you know, where, uh, where they had to go fight Krang, and they're like, oh, we're the only ones that can do this. Because yeah. of breathable air, or contamination, or something. Yeah, and I'm like, that was just a dropped line. That wasn't... And here's Exploring. the other part too: is that like teleperry
1: completely like he did a he synthesized the mutagen too, and so which is by the way for anyone um, instead of there being ooze, they they had like this purple mutagen that they in they Baxter's character or teleperry's character Baxter synthesizes it and was able to kind of duplicate and make a whole bunch more, there yeah. thereby making bebop and rocksteady. So you assume that you're gonna get other characters with the mutagen too, probably Todd Perry turning into Fly, or maybe even uh, Leatherhead, I think is the, the crocodile uh, bad guy who's in it. Oh, yeah.
0: I forgot about that guy. Well, yeah. he,
1: he's not in this movie at all, but he might be, if there's a third one, then I would imagine that he might be
0: in it too. I'm pretty sure his name's Leatherhead. Okay. No, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of like, ugh, you know, but of course, the kidding in me is having a good time. Eric, what would you think about the turtles? I loved the turtles in this they- one. They looked re- great.
1: They, i was I'm still don't like the character design, like the faces. I still think they should have like the kind of the bulbous character nose. But whatever, small fucking gripe. Because they they act well with each other. They play well with each other. There's a lot of bouncing back and forth. They, they you know they everyone in this movie seems like they're having fun. You know, mm-hmm. like and you can really tell. Even Laura Linney, who plays the, the the bad the bad cop. You know, not bad cop, but you know she's, you know, hey, play by my rules. I'm the I'm the chief. Type yeah. thing. Even she, for some parts, is, is just coming in there having fun, you know, and just like everyone, everyone's having a good Speaking time.
0: Speaking of her, that's actually a good thing you brought that up. Speaking of her, I was reading trivia. I don't know if this is true or not, just, you know, guys online, that they originally offered the, the chief of police to the woman who played the original April O'Neil in the first movie, but she turned it down. Uh, I had read, this is
1: according to IMDb, that she has a cameo, the original. Uh, Judith Hogue, who played the original April O'Neil in Ninja Turtles from 1990 had a shot cameo appearance for the film but it was cut out of the theatrical
0: oh really that's what
1: it says here uh, any oh. truth to it who, who knows but um, yeah they should have you know they, they really tried to bring in a lot of the old you know again even having this as the second yeah. movie then they had a Vanilla Ice song in the second movie so Yes, they
0: did. This is this is definitely a remake of Secret of the Ooze, really.
1: Yeah, I would say so. That they they pretty much did a whole lot. Instead of uh, Tonka and Razor, it's Rocksteady, which we all know are as the kind of the, the childhood favorites. Are,
0: mm-hmm. Or what, oh, uh, yeah. what Tonka what Tonka Razor w- wanted to be. Which we'll get into uh Rocksteady soon because I have a guessing game for you, Eric. Sure. I'm I'm going to, one guess, I'm going to ask you a question of the guessing, then vice versa. I'm going to guess what your favorite turtle is. I'm going to see if I'm right. Uh, okay, go right ahead. I think your favorite turtle is Donatello.
1: Now, when you say that, is it from the Ninja Turtles from the cartoon, or from the 1990 movie, or from this movie?
0: Oh shit, we're going to do that? Well, um, if you just me. want to do all, uh, all
1: together. You're, you're right, by the way. It always has been. Yeah. Dis, dis a, am I right? Am
0: I right, Donatello?
1: Yeah. But originally, okay. it was. It was. Uh, I liked Raphael in the first one. Yeah. A, a lot, but uh, Donnie was just fucking cool. Like he, back in the cartoons and in the first movie, he just had a lot more character. He wasn't such a fucking nerd, you know. But in this okay. one, in this one, he's he's a, a bit more of a nerd. And I, I don't know. I just like that stick. He would just do some crazy stuff with the stick. He was he had more character back then, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, also, what, Corey Feldman voiced him in the first movie, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he seemed to be, like, they were all the party guys. It wasn't just yeah. Michelangelo.
1: It was all of them. They all, Michelangelo just kind of liked, you know, it a bit more. But, yeah. Uh,
0: but okay, yeah. so same question for you, then. Who do you think is my favorite turtle overall? Uh, Michelangelo. Really? You're going to say that? Okay.
1: Uh, no, it's actually Raphael. Is there Raphael because uh, my next guest was going to be Leonardo, but uh, just because maybe of the weapon choice, the swords—fucking two swords, man,
0: Jesus! No, I'm just—I'm just a big fan of rap. I've always been a big fan of Raph. Uh, uh, I just—I just liked his um, boy attitude when he I was is, a
1: kid. He is know? cool but rude.
0: Yeah, and I think by doing the shows with us over the course of these many months, I think you can tell that I'm crude and rude as well. So there you go. Um, Okay, so let's talk about Bebop and Rocksteady. The actors, I didn't care for because they were not in it much, so it doesn't matter. But uh, wow, when they became Bebop and Rocksteady, this was great. This was the highlight of the movie.
1: I, I really liked, yeah, that was a big part that I was excited to see was Bebop and Rocksteady just because they are obviously a big part of, you know, of the of the universe. So it was pretty cool to, to watch those two. And, it was I, great I liked it, I liked to see them lot. in this. Yeah. Oh, of, they were great. One of um, them is a, uh, is a wrestler, actually. Yeah, he plays Rocksteady. It's shameless. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. he's a wrestler. And the other one, Gary Anthony Williams, who is, uh, plays Bebop, um, he's been in a lot of stuff actually. And I, I, I was, I thought it was him at first. And I was like, no, no way. But then I had to look him up. He must've lost some weight from this fucking movie. He because, did. He did. Cause he's usually a bigger
0: guy. He's the, he's the dad of the black friend in uh, Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's where I know him from. Yeah. He's been around. He's been
0: in a lot of different stuff. I was shocked to see him in this, but I enjoyed him. The only reason why I know of Sheamus is because there was, there was a guy that I knew. Um, I don't, I don't talk to him anymore. But there's a guy that I knew that loved wrestling still is a grown ass man, and uh, I knew about Sheamus. So I didn't care about Sheamus in the movie, but I liked Beepop and Racksteady. Um
1: They were, they were really cool. They, the way that they bounce back and forth, the way they're just supposed to be kind of
0: knuckleheads pretty much, and they just are all all brawn no brains yes yes and and this is how you know it's a kid movie because when they fight casey jones at the end uh they get blown up by a grenade but the camera has to linger so they can have one more joke so we know that they're alive for the sequel yeah exactly so the last question i have is what do you think of casey jones
1: I, I always loved Casey Jones. I thought he was more of a badass in the 1990 movie, like for sure. So this one was just kind of just like uh, he was there as a as a as a plot mover. Add <laughs> some new characters and well, some new okay, fanservice no. and some fans in there, but he, he's supposed to be a lot more gritty, grimy, and kind of mysterious type thing. But whatever. Even in in the cartoon was... movie, he was it was pretty cool. He wasn't a cop, was he?
0: Like the original origin? He wasn't a cop? No, I thought he was just a loner pretty much on the street. Okay. I didn't know if he was a cop or not. No, no. I well, mean, we... As far
1: as his origin, I don't know too much about it. I just know that he's, he's pretty much uh, just kind of a loner on the street pretty much and just kind of just like, hey, this is my city too. I'm just going to do my thing.
0: Oh. Alright, well, you know, we are doing a, a mini-episode, like we said in the beginning. We don't want to go on for too long, because this is just a Turtles movie, but we can do our recommendations if you want, Eric.
1: Yeah, sure, we can do that.
0: <laughs> okay, so my question to you, Eric, is do you recommend uh, Turtles 2, uh, Out of the Shadows?
1: Dude, this is a this is a family film, straight up. Like, that's, that's what it is. It's a family film, and it's just a good time, pretty much. I would say, I mean, if you're going to watch it... I wouldn't spend any money on it. I would wait for it to be on demand or Netflix or something like that. You know, uh, that's basically what it is. But I mean, I haven't checked out the 3D either. So if you have a 3D TV and that's something you can do, then do it. But uh, I mean, it's if you are a fan of Ninja Turtles, then see it. But otherwise, it's you can go pass on it. It's not like you have to go see it. But this is obviously catered towards the particular type of of crowd that. Uh, the old and new generation of turtle lovers. You know what I mean? So if the younger okay. kids are watching the the new turtles, then they probably will like this one. And if it's like, you know, the the thirty some generation like us who grew up and into turtles, then they're probably gonna like it too. But I mean if you weren't a part of the, the the action figures, you know, the part of of that part of your life where you're just buying like all the action figures, all like the the bus, which was really cool to see that dump truck in there, too, because I had, yes, that, cause is cool. I, cause I had that that van when I was a kid, too. <laughs> All the action figures. The Technodrome was a pretty uh, pretty cool thing, too, to see in this. But yes. uh, basically, that's what it is. Like, if you're a fan of the Turtles, then you probably are, you know, it would be very enjoyable for you to watch it. But otherwise, no, nah, you're not missing a whole lot. You're not missing a whole lot if you were to pass on it. So it's a take it or leave it type thing. But if they were to give you a kind of a, a final thing... Then, uh, yeah, yeah. then you're, you're okay with passing out, you're not missing a whole lot. I enjoyed it very much, um, but I'm not saying that you know anyone else will if they did. Okay, that, I,
0: that, that's fair enough, yeah.
1: That's just what it is um, completely miss completely passed by, a missable movie that's completely okay, but I enjoyed it because I'm a fan of the turtles,
0: and I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I'm gonna give this one. Um, I mean, I'm gonna recommend it for people who are fans of the turtles. I mean, I, I'm what much more can I say than you already said? Uh, this is great for kids, and this is great for people our age. People that are 40 or older are gonna be bored to death and say, "Why am I here?" Um, yeah. This is definitely a Netflix kind of movie, or you know, a Redbox kind of movie. Something to not go and spend like i spend uh, 11 bucks to go see this movie for a 3d show so i don't really <laughs> yeah. think that was worth it uh, but uh you know i mean it is a good movie for what it is um and i don't think i'm gonna own it but i would definitely recommend it for people who want to see it no the, the first two
1: live action movies i feel were better i feel that those are those are really high up there and even the, the ooze Secret of the Ooze, and I'll tell you why Secret of the Ooze, because of Ernie Rains Jr., the pizza delivery boy.
0: He, ah. Cause he was okay.
1: the he was that was the first movie I saw him in, and he was the shit. And that was awesome. That pizza delivery boy going in the mall and just kicking some ass. It was awesome. And he was he was cool and all the other movies that he did Surf Ninjas, that was an awesome movie. With that him. was him
0: in Surf Ninjas, thank you. Because that movie's awesome as shit, anyway. Sorry, but, I got excited.
1: But no, that was, that was a cool movie, and Raphael sh- uh, shined a lot in the second movie too. So I don't know. I just that's like those are my turtles, and those are the ones that that's now. And I think I think was the first one PG thirteen.
0: No, no, all of them are PG. All of them PG. The, the remakes, the remakes are PG thirteen. Which this one has no reason to be PG thirteen, by the way.
1: No, this one had a lot, maybe a lot of animated violence, maybe a lot more, a lot more assault rifles. You know.
0: Sure. Yeah. But, and, of course, they uh, do no... say "son of a bitch."
1: Yeah, and but I mean, there's no blood or anything, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand completely. But I mean, I, I like it. Oh yeah. But still, the first two, hands down, are, I mean, are in my opinion are, are better. And yeah, even even I know that Secret of the Ooh was a bit more campier, but I still enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Those are my turtles, All right, man. cool. Those are
1: my turtles, and they look like turtles too.
0: Yeah, these don't – well, you know, they did more turtle things, like when they were falling off the waterfall in this movie. They they all went to their shelves. Oh, shells yeah, that's and, right. They all went to their shelves. Yeah, you I know. So you, you got that going for you. But, okay, well, thank you so much, everybody, who downloaded this episode for listening to our small mini-review of uh, the Turtles movie. Uh, we will be uh, changing some things in our schedule possibly coming up here soon. So we'll talk to you guys in two weeks for our next review. I'm not going to announce what that is yet because we don't really know ourselves. But we'll keep you guys posted on it. And other than that, uh, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Twitter, on iTunes, and on Facebook. And, of course, our website, movieguyspodcast.com. So thank you so much. And, Eric, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, no problem, man. Glad that we got to uh, talk turtles. All
0: right, take care, guys. See Have you. a good
1: night.